Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, payroll, tax, and bookkeeping. Now to your hosts, Lindsay Klein, president of Sakline Bookkeeping, and Jeffrey Gonzalez, president of Payroll Guru. Thanks for joining us, everyone. This is Lindsay Klein with Sakline Honest, Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time. And I'm Jeffrey Gonzalez with The Payroll Guru. And today we have our special guest, Brad White with VARC, um, or VARC, as he likes to say it. Uh, Hi, Brad. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. This is going to be fun. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward to it. I know we've been talking to you off and on for a little while, so I'm glad to finally meet you in person and and learn more about what you do and you have an interesting topic for us today. Yeah, Brad actually came up with a great topic. That's something that our clients come to my bookkeeping firm for quite often, which is I need to convert to QuickBooks online. Or they might be a little resistant to that, mm-hmm. but they might see the writing on the wall that uh, QuickBooks is not really encouraging people to stay on the desktop platform anymore. That is very, very true. <laughs> so for whatever reason, they need to convert to QuickBooks Online, either from desktop or from some other software. And so when you brought that up as a possible topic today, I I jumped on that one immediately because that is something we haven't covered here yet. Right. And it's something that a lot of people realize they have to do or they need to do or want to do and maybe don't know how or what or when or you're here to answer these questions. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Like you guys, we, we have that experience all the time. We've got folks wanting to migrate, thinking they should migrate. Somebody's telling them they should migrate. They're getting something in the mail from Intuit saying they should migrate. So yeah, it, it's on people's minds. Yes, absolutely. So one yep. thing you had mentioned that you wanted to answer was when, when is the time to do it? Which factors should people be considering when wondering the, the answer to that question? Yeah, you know, it's a great question. And, you know, think about it like this. QuickBooks Online has been around actually for quite a long time. I mean, Absolutely. it might sound new, but it's been around for at least 15 years, right? And into it as a, as a strategy has been building it and developing it and developing it and developing it and making it better. And so I think um, as we've seen the last five, 10 years, it's become more and more appealing, you know, in terms of the feature parity with QuickBooks Desktop, right? So I think more, more people are considering it. But I think the timing honestly, is right now. Um, you know, there may be still some features that somebody might need that, that they're using on a desktop platform that might still not be there or quite there on, on the online platform. But generally speaking, the, the platform's pretty good now, you know, and it's gotten better and better and better. Intuit is also making it more appealing to switch as well because they've been increasing the price of the desktop yeah. products. They've been getting rid of the discounts. So they've been pulling a lot of levers to encourage yeah. <laughs> is Do one way think, of saying it. I mean, I, I am of the opinion that it's not going to be in this so distant future that Intuit is going to completely stop servicing desktop and stop making it all together. Yes. And that the, the products that are out there right now are going to become dinosaurs and are not going to be in any way supported by Intuit. Do you think that's going to happen? Well, l- let me throw out my first disclaimer statement. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get out our, our crystal ball. We're yeah, going to see yeah. into the future right Number now. Number one, I am not into it. <laughs> I am not an employee of Intuit. This is only my opinion. Um, but <clears throat> like you, I mean, we've been working with QuickBooks for 25 years, right? So um, we've seen the writing on the wall for a long time, right? People have been saying for the last 10 years that desktop's going away, right? It still hasn't gone away. So 
you know, any type of speculation on if and when Intuit's going to discontinue desktop is just that. It's just speculation. Having said that, my opinion, um, I think we've seen the writing on the wall with QuickBooks Pro and Premiere the last couple of years because they have literally been, I mean, you, you, you're hard-pressed to, to even find QuickBooks desktop, desktop if you go to QuickBooks.com, right? Mm-hmm. You're not going to see it unless you know it's there and you're actively looking for it and struggling through all the other stuff that's on the screen. So um, Intuit is making it really, really hard to find and buy. That's number one. Um, but I think just the fact that they are, they've changed the pricing model for QuickBooks Desktop to be a subscription. So now that one reason why you may, may not want to switch to QuickBooks Online is no longer an issue, right? Right. Um, because now you've got subscription parity on desktop and online. Um, and the fact that again, they're 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 making desktop more and more expensive. They're trying to get people to go to QuickBooks Online. There's no question about it. That is into its strategy: move everybody online. Um, so once I think again, not an employee of Intuit, but I think once Intuit sees enough momentum and enough people going online versus desktop, I think it's just a matter of time where they go, hey, the financial benefit of having desktop is no longer compelling. Mm-hmm. I think that's when they're going to pull the plug on it. Now, here's my kind of second follow-up opinion on that. On the desktop platform, you've got QuickBooks Pro, Premiere, and Enterprise. Mm-hmm. Enterprise makes into it a lot of money. Okay. Even it, today? Even today. It's, it's, it's the most expensive version of desktop, but it's also the most robust, the most capable, and that kind of stuff. So I think if anything, we would see Pro and Premiere go away mm-hmm. maybe here in the next two to three years. Okay, I don't think that's going to be the case with, with QuickBooks Enterprise Solutions. It makes them so much money, a lot of money. Um, and so, And not only that. The QuickBooks Online platform doesn't have the features and capabilities that Enterprise does. So if you're on Enterprise, you're not moving to QuickBooks Online anytime soon. So, so I think do you they're think it's it. kind of a parallel uh, strategy for QuickBooks Online that while they're kind of phasing out the desktop, they're also making online more robust where it can meet those features? Exactly. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. And and kind of related to that. So, you know, back in, I would say this is going to date me, but back in the day, right? <laughs> back in the day when you had this thing called desktop software, um, anything that you wanted to do in that software had to be in that software, mm-hmm. right? So you had to have this platform or this software that had every feature you needed. That is not the case with QuickBooks Online. And it's not the case with a lot of cloud you know, applications these days. Um, so part of Intuit's strategy and I think this is new compared to maybe how they did it in the past is they're not trying to make QuickBooks Online be all and do all for everybody, right? They are striving to have a core application that does most of the things well, okay, cover your basics, but then use the integrated applications marketplace to solve the unique problems that people have. Uh, probably the best example that I can give you is on the inventory front, right? Yes. So QuickBooks Online. By itself, not so great when it comes Please to inventory. Please do not use QuickBooks Online for inventory <laughs> tracking. Please. It's not Says that every bookkeeper everywhere. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not that great. So, it, But instead of Intuit saying, okay, now let's go solve that and build this incredibly robust inventory feature within QuickBooks Online, they're not doing that. They are instead 
um, strategically partnering and working with third-party inventory solutions, whether that's Fishbowl Online, uh, Deer Sin 7, uh, Deer Systems, which is now Sin 7 Core, um, um, Activate. I mean, there's all these different solutions out there, and, and they are doing a great job of solving that inventory problem so that Intuit doesn't necessarily have to. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's consistent with their strategy, right? You know, um, they didn't necessarily have the greatest time tracking solution within the within the, the QuickBooks software product. So they went out and bought T-Sheets. Now it's QuickBooks time. And now it's completely integrated. And so I think there's applications out there that Intuit's going to continue to partner with, yeah. okay, work with, where they're going to be standalone, external, third-party apps. And the ones that are, you know, get enough people on them, I think eventually they're probably going to try to buy them, right? So I think that's part of the strategy. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And that way they don't have to try to program everything, yep. like you said, for everybody. Yeah. That I think makes... that I think they learned a lot from from Apple and the iPhone, mm. right? The, the iPhone is a platform and then you've got, you know, hundreds of thousands of apps to solve every imaginable problem that somebody's going to have. Just imagine if Apple said, okay... We're not just going to make a phone, but we're going to make all these apps. Yeah. Mm. They would never be able to accomplish what right. the marketplace has been able to do. And I think Intuit's following the same strategy. It makes sense. Absolutely, it does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to have the QuickBooks at the core, though, that QuickBooks right. online at the core. Yep. So everything else can just be added on. And and it also allows them to be very specific, right? This company only does inventory. So that's right. their focus. Whereas exactly. QuickBooks has so much on their plate that it's, you know, they would never be able to put that kind of time and attention to it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, that's very interesting. Yep. So, um, you, so you find somebody who finally decides that they're going to move, right? They're, okay, I'm done using QuickBooks. Now the time is now. Um, so there's a migration process. What does that look like? Because it's not always easy. And no. and you, you deal no, with this not. a lot, right? Yeah, you do a lot of transitions. <laughs> not that I would know, but my team yeah. would know. <laughs> exactly. So let's talk about those I hear them complaining yeah. and groaning and moaning about it. <laughs> Well, just just like you guys, you know, we we've we've done it and seen it all, right? And and you know, we have we have clients calling us up and saying, "Hey, we've heard about this. We want to get pricing right. We want to see if if this might be a fit for us." And, and honestly, every time we we have that conversation, it is a conversation, right? It is tell us about what you're trying to do because I think it's a fit in some cases, and sometimes it's not a fit. Okay, you're a perfect example of hey, if you're an inventory business. Maybe not so much, at least by itself, not so much. Uh, but I think what we have to talk about is, well, one, is the pricing model going to work for you? Okay, because that's important. Okay, it is different than desktop. Um, does it have the features that you need? Because it may or may not. Okay, if you've been, here's what I like to say. If you've been using QuickBooks desktop for the last 15 years, or maybe some other application for the last 15 years, switching to QuickBooks Online is different, and you're probably not going to be super happy. The interface is just different, right? Um, Whereas if I spoke to somebody who just started a business last week, and they said, well, what should I use? And they chose QuickBooks Online, they're going to be perfectly happy because they're not comparing it to this thing they've been using, right? They've never had to retrain their staff on this new platform, right? So there's these factors that I don't think people appreciate. I think they think, Oh, what's well, QuickBooks? It's the same. Uh, no, 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 it's no. actually not. 
Well, and this is something I had mentioned to you before we started. I particularly hear from CPAs and accountants, like seasoned accountants, um, that typically work in the tax realm, Mm -hmm. and they don't do much on the bookkeeping side. Uh, I particularly hear in that community how much they hate QuickBooks Online, you know, and they're all used to having desktop, and they've worked in desktop for years and years and years and years. Right. And they get into QuickBooks Online because they were forced to by some client that had it. And they got fed up with it, and now they hate it. Right. <laughs> and I, and so I've started asking why whenever I hear this. I said, oh, what did you not like about it? I've, right. I've actually started drilling down. Well, I was trying to do this, and it doesn't do that. And I was like, oh, actually, you can do that. And I'll explain it to them how to do it. And so I come to realize I feel like a lot of the disconnect there is because they just don't know how to work in it. Right. And so it's frustrating because the things they're used to being able to do in desktop, they don't know how to do in QuickBooks Online, yeah. and it becomes a source of frustration. Yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole, a whole re-education and relearning process. And you're, and you're right, especially folks that have been doing it a long time, mm-hmm. they don't want to relearn. They don't have time mm-hmm. to relearn. They don't, um, you know, they think that's just an un- unnecessary thing. And why should I have to, right? Um, and it's the same thing that, that QuickBooks users deal with as well. If they migrate, they're going to have to relearn. And so one of the things, to answer your question, Jeff, too, we talked about, like, what's that migration look like? Well, we talk about, number one, it's not just as simple as buying it and, and using it, okay? It's preparing for the fact that the interface is different. You're going to have to – things are going to be slower the first couple, through three weeks until yes. you figure out how to do – in QuickBooks Online, what you might have done in some other system, whether it's QuickBooks Desktop, Sage, you name it, it's different, and you're going to need to factor in some slowness and getting up to speed time. Okay. Um, the other thing that we talked about before, in terms of like, like when is it the right one, and what should you consider, is the fact that you know, like you, like you guys have experienced, some of those migrations are easy. They're simple. Mm-hmm. They just work. And, you know, five minutes later, you're like, oh, this is great. I'm online and it's, it's, it works just fantastic. That happens sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> Keyword there. Sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and, and, like, and like you guys, you know, we probably get the same types of calls where it's, hey, we tried it. And it didn't work automatically, right? <laughs> and so now we need some help. And, and can you help us? And in some cases, it's because, um, one, we tried the conversion ourselves and it stalled during the process, right? And the file was just too big, okay? And that is a, 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 a situation where, you know, the, the migration sort of off-the-shelf tools, they either work or they don't work. Okay, but if your file's like super big and you've been using QuickBooks for ten years and you've got a two gigabyte file, you know, it might not work, right? It might stall. Um, people who've been using desktop for a long time, they might have these file corruptions that have been sitting there for years mm-hmm. unnoticed. Well, they've probably have noticed it. You know, they've tried to probably you know, gotten the warnings yeah. and the and the error messages and they've, just skipped through yeah, them. <laughs> yeah, they've tried to they've tried to fix it five times. You know, different things like that. Um, but those types of data corruptions don't go away. Mm-hmm. And when you try to convert something, it's corrupt. You're going to end up with bad in, bad out. <laughs> and sometimes those things don't work. And and really, I think there's also some like some some non-starters. Like we talk with folks. Okay, and you know, just like you. We have clients that are doing anything and everything you can imagine in QuickBooks. And so, you know, whether it's 
you know, inventory assemblies, so heavy on the inventory side, maybe they're into multi-currency, right? Um, maybe they're using a feature like sales orders in desktop that doesn't exist in QuickBooks Online, okay? Or maybe it's, it's, it's simple and as, as simple as it sounds, they may be on a cash basis accounting in QuickBooks. And Intuit says our migration tool will not work. It won't look the same when you migrate to QuickBooks Online because it's assuming your accrual basis. And that's obviously the accounting and tax people really like talking about that part. Um, but it just won't work. You know, like before and after, it just won't match. And so those are the types of issues that we have to talk with people about to go, do you realize this may not work <laughs> for these three or four or five different reasons? And we can't, you know, as a company, just like you guys, we can't guarantee that it's going to work. What we can guarantee is we can help you get it converted and then we can probably help you clean it up afterwards if there's a mess or if, it, if these things didn't convert or if this thing doesn't look the same. You know, you do what you have to do to get people going. Now, there have been some cases with uh, clients of ours and maybe with you as well yeah. where we've recommended they didn't convert the data and instead store that data in desktop yep. and then we'll just take the trial balance for the last year end yep. and work from that point. Have you made that recommendation to anybody? Absolutely. Absolutely. And nobody's ever happy with that. Yeah. No, they all want their data. They all want the last five years of history, you know, and so, yeah. Which the data is not going anywhere. It's just on a different platform. <laughs> exactly. But right. that seems to scare people. It does. It does. And obviously, if you can convert or, you know, a, I, we guess we call it conversion or a migration where the file actually is getting converted into QBO, um, you're going to have the data, right? But in that case where you're talking about exporting your customer and vendor list and your chart of accounts and re-importing that into QBO and doing your trial balance journal entries, that's a clean way of starting right. over. Which means for the yeah. you know average listener, that means we can bring over your customer list. We can yep. bring over your vendor list. We can bring over your chart of accounts. We're just not bringing over the actual transactions. Yeah. Or the last three, four, five, ten years sort of, right. of transaction detail history right. so that you can, in QBO, Go run a you know P and L by month for the last three years. You're not going to get that with the with I guess we call it a shell file. I don't know if that's an internal right, word. Right. But same concept, but yeah, people you know the, the business owners that we talk to, they're never ever happy with that. They don't want that. They right. want all the history. And by the way, that's the same same situation if you're converting from something else like um, Sage, Peachtree, or whatever into QuickBooks. It's the same thing. Very rarely, if ever, are you going to get the transaction history. So people don't like hearing the, one, we can get your balances in there, but you're not going to have this right. history. All of them always want the history. <laughs> yep. Every time. Yep. Right. And telling them anything other than it's not going to happen doesn't seem to make it doesn't seem to make them any happier. So. No, I can imagine not. So what about the how? How do you answer that one? How do we get this done for you? You know, it's it, it's at the end of the day, you know, I hate giving people bad news, but I'm also really good at giving people bad news. <laughs> it's a skill. It's a skill. You know, it is. It is. You know, it's like, look, here's the facts. Here, here's your options. What do you want to do? Uh, very simply, it's like, yeah, we can get you. We can get you all set up. But um, there's really two options to get that history in there that you want. Uh, one, the, the easy path 
and again, I'm not saying anything new to the accountants of the world, but you know, you can do some journal entries, whether that's a you know, 12 monthly journal entries so that you can at least at a high level get your comparisons. Um, that sometimes helps. Some people want us to do that for three years, right? Okay, you can do that. Journal entries are fine. But if literally you want to go see, be able to drill down on a number and see the actual transactions, only two options. Either you're going to enter every single one of those or we're going to enter those for you and we're and it's going to cost you a lot of money. Right. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That, that makes sense. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now let's say it is the type of client where you can make that conversion and you don't see an issue doing that. Yep. What's the how in that case? How do you make it happen? In other words, how do you make... Like, what's the process? Well, so in in QuickBooks Online, um, there is a... Actually, you can do it, I think, from either side. But there's, within the QuickBooks Pro Premier world, right, there's a menu option that you can click on, and it starts that migration process, right? It kicks... It gets you logged into QBO. it, It kind of uploads the QuickBooks desktop data, and hopefully magically in 20 <laughs> minutes or, you know, possibly a couple hours, it's just all done. Mm-hmm. Now, um, one thing I tell people before you start any of this process, save your general ledger report, save your trial balance, have yeah. all of that saved before you start anything. So, you know, the numbers you started from. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. You know, so like you mentioned before, backing up your data is certainly yes. important, right? Yes. Um, and yeah. do a backup. Because you do want to be able to migrate and then be able to run a before and after mm-hmm. P&L, right? Or be in uh, a before and after trial balance and see that they match. Right. right. So, yeah, you want to be able to at least have that. So how often do you have your beginning trial balance, P&L, whatever you're looking at, and then you convert the data to QBO and you pull the same report, which first thing I tell people to check, make sure the dates match. Right. Make sure they're both cash or both accrual, whatever you're looking at. Yep. Make sure you're looking at a literal identical type of report before you assume it's wrong. But let's say you've checked all those boxes. It is definitely the same report and the numbers don't match. It happens. (laughs) Yes, it does. I I guess that's the the short answer, you know, and and good luck uh, really effectively trying to explain that. But yeah, and and like I was said before, you know, the conversion tool um, that is through that menu option within QuickBooks Desktop, um, it says, if you read the fine print, we only guarantee this if you're on an accrual accounting basis and you run those reports for all dates. Okay. So not, I'm not talking about a PL, you know, or a trial balance for this fiscal year or last fiscal year. I'm saying all, all dates, dates oh, right? Gotcha. All dates. Um, and you have to do all dates in both systems because when that conversion happens, again, you know, we're talking about software that is different, yes. different features, different transactions, Simple stuff, right? I've got an invoice that got paid and then got deposited. All three of those uh, transactions are attached, right? They're connected. Well, sometimes those connections aren't connected when you get to QuickBooks Online. Mm. In a normal situation, they are, but you know the process of migrating is not perfect. There's a lot of things that are in QuickBooks data, you know, all these types of things that can go wrong. Um, but especially with that whole cash versus accrual thing, I might be on a cash basis accounting, but that doesn't mean I'm not invoicing clients, right? So I might have Kind of a hybrid of cash and accrual. Yeah, I might have AR. I might have invoices. I might have um, 
you know, credit memos that I've created because somebody, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. right? And those types of connections on a cash basis don't look right after you convert. You have to be on on an accrual basis. Otherwise, they just say, we just can't guarantee it. But yeah, the, you know, when when we've had those conversations post-migration, it's usually because they're saying my numbers don't match. Mm. And it's usually because of the accounting basis or it's because you've got these transactions out there. I mean, I'm digressing here a little bit, but the payroll systems are different. Mm-hmm. QuickBooks payroll on desktop is different than QuickBooks online yes, payroll. Yes, it is. Right? And I hate QuickBooks online payroll. Can I just say that? <laughs> I'm just going to insert that right here. I loved it on desktop. Hate it. Hate it with a passion on QuickBooks Online, so I can attest yeah. to this. Well, I'm going to encourage you to do what you also tell the other accountants of the world to do. Yeah, I know what you're going to say. <laughs> wow, wow, we turned that yeah, around I on did. you. But, I flipped it on you, didn't I? But I will say this: <laughs> I actually have used it because yeah. I had a client that, up until recently, was it was my very first client yeah. that I got when I started my business. He was very old school. I went into his business up until like two months ago. I was doing this, going into his place of business. And he was adamant that we stick to QuickBooks Online payroll. So I was physically processing the payroll for him using QuickBooks Online. So I can say this because I was actually using it. And every time QuickBooks Intuit would pop up that little survey, how are you enjoying QuickBooks Online payroll? (laughs) I would get on there and ferociously type how much I hated it. The funny thing is, I can picture this right now. Yes, like, yes. So funny. And and Jeffrey can tell you because he's he's the owner of Payroll Guru, and he's yeah. the first person I introduce yeah. people to that want payroll. Yeah. And he's the first person I mention if they say they're using QuickBooks Online Payroll because I beg them, please. <laughs> she begs them. Please let me introduce you to Jeffrey, please. Because I hate QuickBooks Online Payroll. You got her off on a tangent. We should have a disclaimer not to bring up QuickBooks Online Payroll. Just to be clear, I love QuickBooks Online. That's all we use in my company for counting. But their payroll function? Hate it. Yeah. And it it is. (laughs) That's my little tangent. Everybody's got their opinion. And we certainly have ours, too. And in some cases, you're right. And and oftentimes, many cases, it's not the greatest thing in the world. And it is different. That's the key. Payroll and inventory. Don't do on QuickBooks Online. It's very different. But but let's also let's also, you know, consider the client. Right. There are some clients that have simple setups, simple employees, simple payroll, salary, hourly, and we're not getting into crazy deductions and, you know, child child support and all these, you know, 10, 15 different reasons why we might have, you know, deductions and strangeness. You know, those, in my opinion, again, only my opinion, the simple setups, I think it, it works great. But this, the, you know, there's some states where they may not be able to handle local taxes. Okay, there's things like that, that using a different payroll solution, uh, whether it's Gusto, uh, ADP, or some other service, right? Um, those oftentimes make sense, right? Um, but just like you, you know, we have to advise clients on what's going to work. And when we look at their payroll and we see all these crazy things that they're doing in there, <laughs> yes, <laughs> you know, it, it oftentimes isn't the right fit. You're right. So, yeah. Yeah, that was my little side tangent there. Um, <laughs> Got on a little bit of a rant yeah, there for a second. Yeah, no, no, no. I hate it with great. such a passion. Yeah. I told Jeffrey, oh. one of the first things I told him, because he introduced himself to me on LinkedIn, and you know he, he was with a payroll company, a different one at the time. 
And I was like, yes, let's meet. I need payroll, a payroll provider, because the one I had been using, he was getting out of it. Right. And so it was like the perfect time for him to message me because I, of course, as I stated, do not like QuickBooks Online payroll. Um, And I remember one of the first things I told you was three things I hate worse in the world. Murders, child rapists, and QuickBooks Online payroll. (laughs) That is, that's pretty, and in that order, that's pretty harsh. In that order, that's pretty in harsh. In that order, uh, I, I heard some, I was talking with somebody earlier today, and they were like, hate, hate is a strong word, but, but you, that's, you, sounds like you hate it. Was such yeah. a passion. Sounds like you're not I a big fan. I not even tell you. But you know what's interesting about that, too? You know, on the, getting back on the topic of yeah. migration. <laughs> Is, oh, he's good at this. He's good at this. We should have him on you more often. Uh, <laughs> the process of migrating from like QuickBooks Desktop to QuickBooks Online works best if you aren't using QuickBooks Payroll. <laughs> yes. 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 Isn't that crazy? And probably inventory too, right? Isn't that crazy, right? You know? I mean, if I've got an outside payroll service, the conversion oftentimes works just fine. And Absolutely. I'm, yeah. Well, and QuickBooks has done a really good job just from a payroll perspective. I mean, they pretty much, it's QBO specifically, integrates with almost all payroll providers now right. where they can just, there's a bridge and it just automatically pushes it in there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, there's an initial setup that's usually required. But after that, you know, right. it's, it's very simple and smooth. So yeah. they play fair. At least they they make the you know API out there and available for people to use. Yeah, which is nice. And, and they yeah. still give you the ability to import. You know. Yeah, and yeah, you can import. Stuff. Yeah, if you want to import that, that is a pain. I hate mapping out those things. I've done that thousands of times, specifically with desktop. I haven't done it for a while, but yeah, yeah, with desktop, that was just always error messages working through the error messages until it finally works. <laughs> That's I, when I realized I didn't want to get into computers. I don't I don't want to build software. I don't want to do that. I can't. I think the thing that has caused me the most frustration is when you have something that it typically is something simple that you need to correct mm-hmm. in the payroll. Right. And you can't mm-hmm. because Intuit has it locked where you have to go through QuickBooks support. Right. And they have to do it from their end to correct what in desktop would have been a two second fix. Right. With no problem. Now I've got to be on hold all day, explain to five people in India, get transferred 12 times to have them do something that finally I talk to somebody that knows what I'm trying to get done and it yeah. takes them two seconds to fix it. And I'm like, I could have have done this in two seconds if you would have just let me have the access yeah that frustrates me to no end yeah exactly well and you know honestly that's also why you know uh small medium-sized companies that are using quickbooks that work with companies like like yours and like ours that's why we're in business right because instead of them being on hold for two hours we can we can handle that stuff for them right yeah you know, we might have to be on hold as well. But well, then I might call you, Brad, next time I have to deal with the QuickBooks Online issue. Yeah. Because I hate it. Well, you know, and, you know, <laughs> whether whether you're a, you know, QuickBooks Pro Advisor or a QuickBooks uh, Solution Provider, you know, if you've been in the business long enough, we've got back channels, right? We've got mm-hmm. partner channel reps that we work with into it. And so So you've got the inside. Yeah. The insider access. There's, there's, I mean, think of it like this. With every single company out there. Somebody knows somebody that you can talk to. 
it's not usually the the user of the software, but it's the people who are in the industry, in the business, that have the the vendor established relationships. Yeah, and we've got people we can reach out to, and oftentimes they can help, and sometimes they can't, right? But oftentimes they can, and so that's what we tell our clients, right? Is like, look, let us handle that stuff for you, right? Because we can get you off the phone. You can go back to doing your roofing business or whatever you know business you're in, and we'll handle that stuff. Right. Of the experts do what they do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I remember Jeffrey and I went to the QuickBooks Connect conference in Las Vegas oh, yeah. in December. We were there as well. And we? uh, yeah. I'll never forget there was one thing where they they were announcing the new features of QuickBooks Online. And there was one thing, I don't even remember what it was, that they were saying, you no longer have to call into it support to do this. You'll be able to do it on your own. And a cheer from all over the stadium goes up. Right. And I'm like, are you listening? It was hilarious. You know, and it was funny because they would announce some things. Those poor people on the stage, they would announce, you know, a room full of accountants. Right. Um, you know, it's a tough crowd. Um, um, but they they, 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 don't, they never have any opinions, by the way. Yeah, no, never. No, no. Accountants never have opinions. Uh, obviously. Obviously. Bring up QBO payroll again, and we'll see that accountants don't have opinions. They get in the room, they sit on their hands, they shut their mouth, and they sit there, well, right? Well, you know what? I will say that is one thing across the board that a lot of bookkeepers... Over and over, I go to bookkeeping conferences, I go to CPA conferences, I hear over and over, I hate QuickBooks Online payroll. Okay, we're moving, I am, on, we're moving on. I am not the only one. I just want to say that. No, she's but not. Anyway, she's not. Go no, ahead. she's not. But we're sitting there, and it's really funny because they're announcing all of these really cool, um, you know, features that are going to be released or on the roadmap and whatnot. And I thought they were really cool, but everyone was just sitting there in silence, <laughs> like they were, like they would wait for applause, and nobody would applaud. And I'd be like, I think that's cool. I'm looking forward to that, but whatever. You're the one. Yeah, I was the one in the background. I was like, um, yeah, but then then they announced that you wouldn't have to call customer support, and the place erupted. You could like feel. Uh, yeah. You could feel how much people hated calling yeah. quick support. Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it's really hard to offer support, especially when you have that many clients, right? Yeah. Right. Because, but nobody wants to pay more. Right. And people already complain about the price. Um, but you know, how much more would you have to pay if it was if it only took thirty seconds to have the phone answered, right? So yeah. you know, you got your pros and your cons there. So Well, so, I, I think it's you know, into it uh, they've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Okay. They're great at marketing their software product, right? And they are making it better, right? Every year they are. every year they're making it a little bit better and a little bit better and a little bit better. <laughs> and so but I think they're you know, ultimately, they're going to have to respond to the market just like other other programs out there. Yeah. I mean, there's there's reasons why there's competitors in the payroll space or inventory space or what have you, is because you know Intuit doesn't solve all those problems at the same success level, right? As some of these other ones. And so, if you've got a company out there that does a specific thing like payroll, and and they have incredibly great support you're going to get people moving over that other direction. And until Intuit says, we're going to invest in our customer care, right? And we're going to invest in our support so that people aren't uh, on hold for a long time. They are speaking with folks who can answer the questions and or fixing the software so you can do things yourself. Um, you know, they're going to start lagging and eventually I'm sure they'll correct because that's, they've been in business for a long time and they know how to, yeah, they know how to course correct it sometimes takes longer than we want them to but uh you know eventually they usually do yeah 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 
Well, so, and for the average customer, they just need to have a professional do that for them anyway, right? That way exactly. they're not waiting on a phone for a couple hours. Exactly. <laughs> well, and that's good segue because I was going to say with these last few minutes that we have, talk to us about Vark Solutions because yeah. you call yourself a, a QuickBooks provider, right? Solution provider. Okay. Yep. yep. So tell us a little bit about that. And like if somebody did want to do these conversions and mm-hmm. things like that, how can you help? Fantastic. Yeah. So, you know, again, we, we Intuit changes the name of things every couple, three or four years. So I guess in the old days, it was called the Intuit Reseller Program. Oh, okay. okay. So uh, so we're, we're officially part of that channel, if you will. Um, now it's called the QuickBooks Solution Provider Channel, which is kind of separate from, you know, the ProAdvisor Channel. Okay. ProAdvisors, in a lot of ways, they're similar to solution providers. But what we do as a company, beyond just kind of like doing the books for somebody, is we also handle that more complicated type of stuff where somebody's trying to um, integrate with another software program. Like um, we're big fans of Avalara, okay? Sales tax automation system mm-hmm. takes over the, the calculations, the sales tax filings. We love those folks at Avalara. But try to implement that on your own, it can be challenging, right? Mm-hmm. So we do those types of integrations, implementations, you know, if somebody's trying to implement one of these these third-party inventory solutions, one one thing you can do is say, you should go call those folks, okay? But that's a scary thing for folks. So we, we kind of handhold folks in that process. We help facilitate the conversations and the evaluation of the solutions. But then in many cases, we're the company that can also do the implementation, right? So we're not just kind of reselling stuff. Um, we're also getting our hands dirty on the implementation. And I think that's probably what sets us apart. But just like you guys, um, you've been around long enough where you've seen most everything. Still, I mean, we learn something every every day. But we know what the good solutions are and we know what the bad solutions are. We know what the solutions are that have great support and we know mm-hmm. the ones that don't have great support, right? And so uh, when, we, when we talk about like advising clients, um, that's part what we do. That's the value that we bring because we're going to be able to say, don't go down that road. It's a dead end. You're not going to be happy. Mm-hmm. But if you do this other one, here's we, we've got lots of clients that have used this other system and they're incredibly happy and they've got great support. We can lead people down the right path that ultimately is going to make them happier. And we're not just passing them off, right? Nobody wants to be passed off, right? You know, regardless, you know, whether it's the accounting industry or you know, the cell phone industry or, you know, anything in between e-commerce or whatever, nobody wants to get passed off. They always want somebody who knows what they're doing to be able to handhold them through a process. And that's basically what we do. That's awesome. Very well put. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. So how could people find you if they would like to reach out to you for these services? Uh, so the easiest way is just to go to our website, which is varcsolutions.com. Okay. Uh, my name is Brad White. You can look me up on LinkedIn too. But um, but yeah, varcsolutions.com is the best way to reach us. Well, thank you for coming today yep. and listening to my rants in addition to educating our audience. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's a very important topic. You know, it's coming up a lot and it's coming up a lot more now. Um, and this is going to be a very great podcast for us to refer our clients to and Absolutely. say, hey, like this, this talks about that. Um, and gives you a good solution for somebody who can help with that migration. Perfect. Well, thanks for having me. It's been a a lot of fun. Yeah, and you had some other great topics, so I'm sure we'll have you back because you're a a wealth of knowledge. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. And I'm Lindsay Klein with the Klein Honest, Accurate Bookkeeping Performed on Time. And I'm Jeffrey Gonzalez with The Payroll Guru. Thanks for joining us, everyone. 
By the Books is presented by Sakline Bookkeeping and Payroll Guru. For more information, visit sakline.com or payrollguru.com. The information provided on these websites and podcasts does not and is not intended to constitute legal or accounting advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Sakline and Payroll Guru may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney or accounting professional to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal or accounting matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney or accountant can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.